Jesus cried out with a loud voice, It is finished. And Jesus said, Come. We turn toward the road of light that leads upward. We turn away from our sins. We turn away from our guilt. We turn to the atoning sacrifice. The death of Christ paid it all. God's angel in Amsterdam was a divine appointment. God directed all the events of this amazing history. He included a Bible school teacher who taught in Pennsylvania. His name was Walter Butler. It was December long ago, and the Bible school was on recess. Walter Butler took an air flight en route from Pennsylvania to Germany. The hum of the airplane's engine that night didn't move the thought of Walter's mind. He felt assured with the words, a divine appointment. Walter's flight landed at Stuttgart, Germany. His mother still lived in Germany, and Walter's trip was to visit her. Hearing that Walter Butler had arrived, a pastor invited him to teach a week in church services. This pastor and people were praying that for God to visit them with spiritual insight about God's person, God's attributes, and divine guidance. More knowledge about God. This is what they wanted and needed. And Walter was in prayer, intercession, and worship each morning at 4.30. God had awakened him. He wanted God to lead in each teaching service. He wanted the mind of God. And as he taught on God's presence and God's victories at Calvary, and God's a power and presence to lead and to guide his people. People felt God in Walter Butler's marvelous insight into the scriptures. People's lives were transformed during those services, and glory filled their souls. Yet there was more. These early morning prayer meetings found God giving his servant a divine appointment, God spoke and said in the heart of Walter Butler, Go to Amsterdam on New Year's Day in the afternoon by air. Amsterdam? Walter said, I have no reason to go to Amsterdam in the Netherlands. What will I do after I get there? But God was silent. A second time, God spoke in the early morning prayer hours of intercession and guidance. God spoke inside of Walter and said, Go to Amsterdam on New Year's Day in the afternoon by air. What am I to do in Amsterdam, Walter said. And on New Year's Day, I have planned to spend New Year's Day with my mother Yet during that week, God came again, the third time in guidance. The letters of the words of God to Walter seemed to stand out as if visible. Walter never had guidance like that before, but Walter was still asking, Why? Why should I fly to Amsterdam? I have no appointment. What will I do after I get there? But God did not answer. God was silent. Walter did not know what to do. He had planned to spend New Year's Day with his ailing mother. 
said Walter, each time in his heart. Yet out of the snowy weather, he went that December in Germany. He went to a ticket office of the Royal Dutch Airlines. The clerk behind the desk said to Walter, Sir, we have no flights to Amsterdam on New Year's Day. That was the answer, none. Nearby was the Swiss Airlines. Walter asked the clerk there about a flight on New Year's Day in the afternoon. The clerk replied, Sir, we have no flights at all on New Year's Day. Walter did not know what to do. He stepped out into the snowy cold again, pulled down the beret that he wore on his head to shield his ears from the cold weather. Walter looked up, and he said, God, I don't know what to do. So he went down to the American Express office as the last option. The clerk in the American Express looked over the official airline's guide. His head was moving back and forth in front of Walter as if a negative, I don't see anything, scheduled. Suddenly he thought of something. He said to Walter, Sir, wait a moment. A special bulletin has arrived this week, and I will look at that. Then the clerk, looking up into the eyes of God's servant, said, Sir, there is a special flight scheduled from here to Amsterdam on New Year's Day. Do you want to buy your ticket now? Walter was amazed. He felt a joy inside, and now he said, as he said in his heart, God, you do know the schedule and the outline services of these airplanes. You do have a flight that's scheduled from Germany to Amsterdam. After Walter arrived in Amsterdam, he felt like, what am I to do now? What's the next step? He spoke rationally to God. He said, God, I don't know what to do, but uh, I teach on divine guidance. I teach on hearing the voice of God, and I don't know what to do now. What? Where should I go? Walter Butler said uh, to God, I will get a nearby hotel room, and I'll stay overnight. Speak to me, Lord, why I'm here, and I will do what you want me to do, but tomorrow I've got to leave to go back to America. So Walter spent the night in prayer, reaching out to God, intercession, but God did not speak. The next morning at 8 a.m., Walter was strapped into an airline's plane, ready to take off for another part of the continent. As Walter began to say, well, I tried my best, the airplane was beginning to taxi in Skiffold Airport for takeoff. Suddenly, out of nowhere it seemed, a dense fog began to descend. Walter did not know what to do. He said, why is this fog here? Walter was wondering, looking out the window, why? Suddenly the captain came on board of the mic and said to the passengers, all passengers will disembark this flight 
A heavy fog has come in, so dense it's dangerous to take to the air. They found their way back to the terminal building and the lounge. People were mumbling and grumbling as they looked for seats there in Schiffal Airport. Walter Butler found a seat, but as he entered the airport, something happened from the world of light. Walter said, it seemed like God spread a cathedral of his glory over me. I felt such a presence of God. I felt such an anointing of God. So Walter took a seat, and he was saying, I still do not understand. But here he closed his eyes and began to meditate and intercede and worship. He felt God's glory in such a remarkable way here in the lounge at Skiffold Airport. Suddenly, he said, after two hours, well, I'll get up and see if there's been any change. Going to a nearby window, Walter looked out and saw the fog was still dense. One person could hardly see another out on the runway. The planes were not distinct. The airport was still shut down. And Walter said, God, I do not understand. Getting up, Walter became a little confused. He said, God, you haven't spoken to me. I teach on God's guidance. I don't know why I'm still here in Amsterdam. I need to be on a flight back to America. But God did not speak. So Walter couldn't find a seat. Looking around the lounge, he glanced beyond it until the airport restaurant adjacent to the lounge. He saw some empty seats because Walter went over and took one of them. Nearby were some others in the restaurant area. And Walter was meditating. He was confused. He was saying, God, I don't know what to say or to do. What, is there anything? Suddenly, out of the crowd of people came a tall, stately-looking gentleman, a man that walked with a commanding gait as he moved along towards Walter, coming directly at him. Walter forgot his problem, so to speak, and he looked at this man. He is so stately. It seems like he must be one of the princes or something from a royal family here in Europe. I've not seen anyone like him. Certainly, Walter had never seen anything like him because this man was not a passenger. This man was an angel. He didn't come in on an airline's flight. He came from the world of reality above. He came from the throne room of God, where God had given him an appointment. So Walter, not knowing at the time it was an angel, just looked. And the man looked at Walter. God had sent him on a divine appointment to talk to Walter Butler through a book. Strange to some, but not to God. So the angel sat down across from Walter Butler. Walter was interested in what he was reading, for under his arm the angel took out a book. He opened the pages as if he was going to read, and Walter said, I wonder what the title of this book is, from this stately gentleman. And leaning forward just a little, Walter glanced at the words of the book. 
it said, I have sent you where you did not want to go. I have sent you where you did not want to go. Walter said, well, there's no book title like that. Ah, it was in German, Walter's mother tongue. I have sent you where you do not want to go. Then the angel, not reading, closed the book, put it under his arm, suddenly stood up, turned, and walked away from Walter Butler. Walter still saw this tall, stately gentleman. He was disappearing in the crowd. He wasn't going to an airline's gate to wait a flight from Skiffold Airport. He moved in another direction. He had come from the world of God, God's angel in Amsterdam. Walter needed assurance. Walter needed a word from God. He got it now. I have sent you where you did not want to go. God had spoken and Walter knew it. So going back after the clerk at the restaurant said, Sir, we need more room. People are coming here for food now. Uh, could you please go to the lounge? And Walter Butler walked back into the lounge. He saw all seats were filled. He walked a little bit and looked here and there, but found none. Suddenly, turning his head in one direction, he saw one seat in a corner of the lounge. Walter said, I'll go down that area and sit down. As Walter sat down, something happened. A man directly across from him leaned forward and said, Sir, sir, tell me your secret. Tell me your secret. You have it. Walter said, I do not know you, sir. What do you mean I have a secret? The man explained, Sir, I am a businessman. I travel a lot as well, but I have not seen anyone like you because about 15 minutes ago, I've been watching you for an hour or so in this lounge at Skiffle Airport. I saw a radiance on your face. It looked like a light was shining upon you. And I said in my heart, that man has peace with God. I don't have it. Sir, I have left the religion in which I was born. I have tried many religions, Eastern and Western, but I've not found an answer to my need. God, where are you? The God that can forgive my sins. The God that can give me peace. Sir, you have that secret. I have sought for years, but I think you have it. And Walter Butler knew why. A whole page of light was shining now of divine guidance. Walter explained the way of life eternal and peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Walter Butler included his own testimony to this gentleman from another continent. And as he did, he said, Christ suffered for your sins and mine. He paid the debt of your sins and guilt at Calvary's cross. He died for you. The man was astounded. He had received it all. 
This man's whole world was turned all right that day, that moment. It was a moment of divine destiny for him. And Walter Butler was sharing the word of God. Walter Butler led him to the Lord Jesus Christ. Just then, the fog had departed immediately, and they heard the voices of the flights being called. The airport was clear. God had come down and shut down one of the world's busiest airports because there was a divine appointment. God had sent his angel to Amsterdam to reassure his servant that it was yet to come. There was something more of a divine appointment. And God had brought to pass all the events of this, had brought Walter Butler all the way from Stuttgart, Germany, to another land, the Netherlands, Skiffold Airport. All was done according to the will and providence of the sovereign God. There was a divine meeting that wrote a new name down in glory. And the angels of God in heaven rejoiced. Jesus said there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Joy in the presence of the angels of God. The angels rang the bells of glory that day. There was joy in heaven above when Jesus Christ had come into this man's life with light and love and everlasting forgiveness. It was a divine miracle God's angel in Amsterdam had kept Walter in the right place at the right time. God, thank you for sending the angel. Thank you for shutting down the airport. Thank you for your obedient servant that was there. But most of all, we thank you, God, for sending Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, that you came. Thank you for joining us for our podcast today. For more messages like this or for tools that can help you spread the Word of God, please visit us on the web at gettinggodstruth.com. You can also subscribe to us through iTunes by searching for Dr. George Batson. And if you're on Facebook, please check out our page, Getting God's Truth.